This week on Football Mezzanine, we look back at what was supposed to be an exciting cup final, talk about some questionable international call-ups, and preview the Champions League final. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Football Mezzanine, and we are reviewing... Very eventful weekend. Sort of, sort of eventful. Um, the managerial merry-go-round is, uh, it's in full swing. Yep, um, we have our two probably, well, we have one definite confirmation with uh, Tom Tuchel from Borussia, he was Borussia Dortmund, wasn't he? Yeah, and he then he's now team. going yep, to PSG, sack. so that's guaranteed, although we broke this to you guys uh, quite a few episodes ago, and so that's no surprise. And then the second I think that was, one, I guess we I think that was you, Tristan, so that's, that's on Tristan. I know, he, I just wanted said. to say we and make it all inclusive, but yes, it was, it was Don't me. be so humble. <laughs> and then uh, the second one that is highly, uh, I guess most likely that's going to happen is uh, Unai Emery from PSG, who just got fired and is now going to most likely Arsenal. What do you guys uh, think of that, though? Because yeah, the news broke, broke today too. It was early because like, Arteta was lined up for the role to like yesterday. Better than Arteta. And, then, and actually, fun fact, I guess stats oh, yeah. attack uh, on this one is that Unai Emery is the most decorated manager in the past five years as far as actual uh, trophies go. He's won ten titles in the last five years, huh. more than any other manager in Europe. I mean, helps when you're managing the richest team in France. Right? No, but I think he's only won one trophy or two in France. No, no. In his first year, he won three at PSG. Second year, he won, I think, the title in the cup. But he didn't win the title. What? He did not win the title that year because Monaco won it. I think that was 95. last year, but before that, he Oh, okay. He I see, it. I see, I see. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just... I don't rate it's him. An option. I'd, honestly, for Arsenal... Really? I really rate him. I want um, Carlo Ancelotti. I think it's confirmed pretty Dude, much for Arsenal for, now. For Arsenal, anyone except for Arteta is, I know, is better. Cause I, don't... I want Ancelotti for them. I think he would do well. I don't know what they were doing going for Arteta, though. I, I have no idea yeah, what they I were doing. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, they were trying to pull Zidane and hoping a former player would come it's good. It's like, but... there can't be any worse solution than keeping Arsene Wenger right now. And then the Arsenal board is like, hold my beer. Mikel <laughs> Arteta. <laughs> Let's oh, I know get that. the least you know experienced manager of all people. And from Arteta, anyone at that point, I think, would be a better op. Well, they have a no, lot I think better options. Arsenal deliberately did that just so that their appointment doesn't look as shitty. Oh. <laughs> I don't like instead <laughs> of giving the PSG reject, they're like, "Look, guys, we got someone great." <laughs> That's not a bad theory. I wouldn't be theory. surprised. What a great marketing <laughs> tactic. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, fair enough. We don't we don't know he might be good. Like Zidane, we never knew how good he yeah, was going to be, right? L- but let's, let's see him prove it somewhere other than Arsenal before he takes well, like, the. Well, yeah, that's what let, I think. He was with Sevilla before PSG, right? No, we're talking about Arteta. No, we're talking oh, about Arteta. Okay, because I was going to say Unai Emery actually has a lot backing him, and even then, mm-hmm. the only reason he got fired from PSG was because he got knocked out of the Champions League. What against? Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yeah, Madrid. which is a fair knockout if you're going to get knocked out. I think it's just the way they played, but to kind of kick a guy after just, like, those two seasons seems a little ridiculous to me, but... Or, like, know. those two games, not seasons, <sighs> those two games kind of thing, but... But he he also got knocked down last season by after having a 4-0 lead over Barcelona. That's a pretty big... Uh, but again, Barcelona, though. Yeah, like you're pretty big you're facing the two giants that have won essentially almost every Champions League in the past, what, like, between the two, like, eight years or so? Like, they've won right. almost all of it. But I think you should be able to hold a 4-0 lead. It's well, like... actually, part of the reason why I think he got kicked, uh, which I'm not sure a lot of people know about this or not, is... Uh, oh, what was it? I lost my train of thought for why he got kicked. Oh, yeah, it's because he couldn't manage uh, the big names. There was a rumor that he couldn't manage, like, the big stars at PSG, so a lot of them were kind of, I don't yeah, know, I mean, getting a didn't. little irritated. So that's why they were trying to rumor out and get uh, other players. Or yeah, like, other you, players, you, other saw the, you saw the Neymar and Cavani scandal. You saw Draxler hitting out at him. You yeah. saw Danny Elves hitting out at him. So like, no, I it, think it's because of the PSG board. Because the way Emery plays, he plays a four-two-three-one, which is a little dated. And 
it doesn't seem cagey in the I mean, sense that you can put all the play. stars into the team. Most teams still play four two three one, so I don't think it's dated. It's just they want him to play a four three three, which is like the big team way of playing. Every all the <clears throat> the top clubs of the world yeah. want to play an offensive style. So they generally all want around three up at the front, whether they be two wingers. But a four-two-three-one isn't a bad idea. It's like a hybrid diamond. Wait, but doesn't doesn't he could. play? Four, I'm pretty sure he does play four-three-three. He played with Neymar, Cavani, no, and the, the board. For, the board forced him to play four-three-three to incorporate all the stars I don't know, that they bought. Di Maria and everything. I I don't see why you wouldn't. You have so many options. Yeah, Cavani, I don't know. Neymar, Di Maria, right up the front. <sighs> he just seemed a little bit. But still, he's. I I think he's going to be a good appointment because. He knows how to work a squad with a minimized budget, which Arsenal clearly don't have the riches. But he doesn't uh, know how to... Two, they in the Europa League. I don't know. I feel he's, like... He's the master of the Europa League. That's true. He won three consecutive Europa League titles with Sevilla, which is some achievement. As you would know, being yep. a Liverpool fan who lost to them. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just Let's saying. Talk I'm about not... the CL final. <laughs> Let's do that <laughs> later. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, he is... Uh... Wait... Should we? Okay, anyway, I guess we'll talk about the FA Cup later. But yeah, Emery to Arsenal is pretty much confirmed now. Yeah. So that's two in the merry-go-round this summer, uh, which leaves us to look now if Real Madrid's going to switch managers and if Chelsea's going to switch and managers. And Chelsea. And actually, I, I don't think Chelsea is. Yeah, Bayern already, they did a very early move for their manager switch. They uh, took from within the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I think we also broke that a while ago, but wasn't like a huge name so but maybe within yeah not sure who it was wait i can't it was like one of the teams in there it wasn't like someone like borussia or frankfurt or something like that as far as team but wait shrikar you think conte is not gonna leave chelsea no i don't think so because he came out in his press conference there's a possibility uh, pretty confident And, and that's why i said if anyone listened i think to last one uh we covered this kind of guys yeah. interestingly uh the Bayern Munich manager is uh, Nico Kovac who uh, incidentally or won against his employers with uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, no yeah, Frankfurt that's what it yeah, was yeah yeah I heard they won the cup final against them in the last yeah so the manager of uh, Frankfurt's coming over don't celebrate too hard to great way to start off his Bayern <laughs> career <laughs> well Bayern they made a rule where they have to have their manager speak German after the Carlo Ancelotti, like when he had his whole yeah. issue there. So they changed and made that rule. So it kind of almost forces most of their managers no, to come after from Pep. within the Bundesliga. Yeah, Guardiola didn't speak German either. Great scenes for them, though. Did you guys see the celebrations in Frankfurt, Frankfurt Square? That was great to see. Yeah, it was insane. I was not expecting Bayern to lose that cup final. Well, it's it a nice change-up no, whenever Bayern doesn't clinch everything. <laughs> it is, but it was just really surprising, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because it's so much as the Bayern League, ever since uh, Bruce e. Dortmund just got all their players raided from them. Faded away, yeah. But anyway, uh, switching to Conte for a minute. Shrika, why don't you think he's going to leave? Because I think he's guaranteed leaving. Really? Because I think that the Chelsea, especially with the FA Cup now, uh, and... A lot of Chelsea fans are looking for a bit more consistency in terms of their managerial choices, and Conte definitely seems like a good fit for the club. <laughs> also, throughout he, the season, he's been—you know—he came out in this press conference saying that if the board wants, he wants to honor his contract, etc., etc. He's been saying it for a while, though. So I think Conte wants to stay, but I don't know if the board is going to let him stay. I don't know though, because he's publicly like hit out at the board multiple times saying look like i'm not happy with what they've given me i can only do so much so i don't know uh and she actually just touched that also in the same interview he did recently where he said i want to stay but he also said like look this is who i am this is my personality like i'm fiery etc so like he was kind of explaining that that's who he is that so he's going to like hit out basically at the board and like they knew this when they hired also him. the Chelsea owner uh, Roman Abramovich is now essentially deported from England because his uh, visa was expired. <laughs> yeah, so so maybe that means Conte <laughs> is staying. <laughs> yeah. No, I I just don't think Abramovich. Dude, that's is some like some level that. headlining right there. I just well, don't think Chelsea Conte board... to stay as boss gets kicked out to Russia. Well, I'd... here's my take on this one. Uh, again, it's. It's not so simple as cut and dry as he's either gone or not. For one thing, there's the buyout clause where they're going to have to pay him, I think, something like 10 million euros, 10 million pounds if they uh, kick him out for his last year. The other thing is if they have options, viable options, 
and then the other thing is, I mean, you'd look at Luis Enrique. Sure, he had a decent stint with Barca, but aside from that, I don't know. Not a huge amount of backing otherwise. Not to mention his price. He's asking so much money. So, Plus, he's got a little bit of temper, so I guess they're worried about that. You have Tom Tuchel is gone. Uh, Unai Emery, but I don't think he was even in the running. So then Carlo Ancelotti, uh, he's already been with Chelsea. I don't think they're... I haven't heard anything connecting those two, so that's pretty much a dead link as well. And then other than that, I can't really think of too many other managers that kind of fit the bill. So I could see them keeping them, but I'm guaranteed that they're looking. And if they find someone that they like or that fits, I wouldn't be surprised he's gone. But if they don't find that, I could see them sticking it out for another year and planning kind of for their future. Mourinho back for a third spell. Oh my god. It's going to happen, dude. Look, he's sick of Man United. Man United are sick of him. It's just, it's not working out. I don't know. I mean, he had a decent season. I guess season. that leads us into the FA Cup final then. Uh, the FA sure. Cup was just kind of heartbreaking for them, unfortunately. But great for United, us. We finally won something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This when season. The, before the game, I was like, no way Chelsea are winning this. They just look dead already, you know. But United are... I don't, I don't know how to explain them. It's just like, I wasn't surprised by their performance, but it just seems like they didn't even know it was a final that they were playing. They just seemed so meh. Yeah, it like, didn't you know, feel like a final to me. It did like, not I was feel like a final, like, yeah. like a cup final. It felt this so is, dry, yeah. so dry. Like a penalty deciding last the final. Because cup final, or even the cup line, like the run-up, was really great with the, I forget who, that long-range strike from someone... Matic, Matic, Matic. Yeah, he had the yeah, most shots like it, of any United player in this yeah. cup final, which tells you a lot. And like, guess what Mourinho said in his post match? He said that United deserved to win that game. Classic, classic like, Mourinho. I don't know what his standard of success is, but he said we couldn't have done any more than what we did in that game, which is just like ridiculous. I don't know what Mourinho was doing. Like, well, I, I had respect for him before he went to United. He was like a good, like I hated him, but he was still a good manager. To be fair to him opinion. and Man U, they had 18 shots and 67 possession, like 67 percent possession. Yes, but they didn't do anything with that possession. Uh, I know, but what I'm saying is, if you get the chances and stuff like that, and you know how sometimes it just doesn't work for some reason, you're just not burying it. I mean. You yeah, can but they didn't even team, create but chances. You, you just they, unfortunately just don't bury it. But they didn't even create the chances is what I'm trying to get at. Like, Chelsea were so comfortable, and I'm like, what are United doing? They yeah, didn't well, have Chelsea fought thought. ice with ice. Yeah, Chelsea just went full-on defensive in this game. And interesting point to mention is Conte has lost uh, quite a few of his big games this season. And after this game, he said that, I've realized that the only way to beat other big teams with my Chelsea team is to defend and every yep. time we try to play open we we get beat so i he's completely like, agree I with that it, it doesn't take far to look you look back to the champions league game against barcelona first game it was was zero zero or it was tied at zero zero one 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 yeah and then you look to the second game though they played defensive in the first one the second game they actually try and play offensive and they get absolutely wrecked with the team they had this it, year yeah. they just did not have the striking force up front not to mention they weren't they didn't have enough high pressure, an effective high pressure attack where they could do it. So they had to go defensive. And honestly, when they did that, they played well. And when not so much, you saw the results. So I think this season you're going to see a lot of players go in and out. But I think they're going to spend a lot of money, especially to try and keep Hazard in uh, Courtois. Yeah, and and Courtois was really good in that final too. Made some key saves. He did. He did. Especially of uh, Rashford. Rashford was yeah. thrown gold. And given the fact that he's got so much flack this season for not being <clears throat> up to standard. Yeah, I to be fair, everyone him. in Chelsea has. What were you going to yeah. say, Tristan? Oh, I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea's probably the team that uh, has the most players swapped or spends the most money uh, this summer. Because Man City really doesn't need to do too many changes. They just kind of, maybe a few players I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, Man United again. Because but I don't think any of those transfers are actually going to work unless they put effort into their recruiting. Or if their fax machine works. <laughs> yeah, I just want that fax machine to work. You know? <laughs> hey, yeah, bye bye. Hey, if that fax machine worked, they were, they were screwed. They wouldn't have that's to. That's true. Hey, that's true. He's been Did... their player of the season yeah. for multiple seasons now. They low key just unplugged. And it. when your goalkeeper is the player of the season, th- something's wrong. Three seasons in a row too. 
And you know what yeah. Mourinho said so, before he came into United? He said if there if your goalkeeper is player of the season, there's something wrong. Yeah. And then he's won it for the yeah. past two years as well. Next season's gonna be. I called it. I called it before the game too. I said zero zero, right, Andrew? I was like, yeah, it's gonna be like nil nil. Yeah, yeah, you did. Basically nil nil. Conte actually did something interesting in this game where he he pretty much he he realized United just play with big burly center backs, Smalling, Jones, mm-hmm. and then in midfield you have Matic as like their defending force. So and what he did is tree. Conte played the exact same way, but he just left Hazard mm-hmm. and Giroud up front. So th- those two yeah. were pretty much free to roam, especially Hazard. So United didn't know who to pick up, and that left Hazard with the free- freedom to run at goal, and Phil Jones had to foul him there. Like yeah. it, it was like United didn't know whether to defend or attack because they were so used to defending, and they're like, okay, now we have to attack. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. They stack the mid there, and that's why five. they bought Sanchez in for that transition from defense to attack. But that hasn't really worked it's out. It's not worked out. They're just not performing. I don't know whether it's the system, whether it's the players, but nothing is working right now. I feel like Sanchez was a panic buy. I think they won one to stop Man City, and two wanted to get kind of a a bigger name player that was kind of proven partially also. Um, in the Premier League that they could kind of get a cut rate on. And they did kind of get a cut rate on as far as transfer goes, but as far as salary goes, they way overpaid. <laughs> yeah, I think Arsenal overpaid. got the better mm-hmm. deal there, at least so far. Like, next season, he For could system, be better. As far as the system I wouldn't goes, say they got right? Because Arsenal got someone who is replaceable. I mean, $60 million when he has, like, nothing left on his contract is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Although, with the way everything's going transfer-wise, hell, they probably could have got a hundred million pounds yeah it's just his contract was running out so city were only offering like 20 20 million for him which is which makes sense Mm -hmm. because he has nothing left on his contract did you hear no right the most recent rumors about Lewandowski uh no now this seems a little bit uh I don't know exceptional as far as sal or transfer rumor they're saying as far as price goes but uh they're saying Lewandowski to Chelsea for 100 million pounds isn't he like 30 years old yeah that's the thing he's 29 going on 30 so if they paid that price it'd be ridiculous Uh, he's great (sighs) but I don't think I think that much that is too much considering I think they paid 59 million pounds for Murata or around that price yeah Murata has I mean if you guys sell Murata for say 40 Oh, Murata, I and want them to get 80. the same price they got on him. I just don't know who'd but pay do that. Think get who, who would pay that? That's the thing Euro's right now, not, not so much. Juventus is very interested in him. And what I would That's do with true. them is be like, we'll give you a year loan. loan? You pay us yeah. that price that we paid if he does well at the end of the year loan. If you don't want him, then you give him back to us kind of thing. Because I, th- I, th- I know he's top quality. It's just he had a rough year. So sending him to Juventus, especially the Italian league being a little slow, at the end of that year loan, I think he's going to easily get his price back if not higher i just don't think he's suited to the premier league like he is a good player but i feel like he suits the italian or the spanish league better than the premier league he's very lightweight you know and not like he he should try scotland Scotland. he did well at juventus (laughs) (laughs) steven gerrard signed him up for rangers we got an issue, though, as far as Chelsea strikers go, because now they have a lot. They have Giroud, they have Murata, they have uh, Bershwai that potentially can get pulled for oh, uh, back man. for next uh, season. I Leave think they should alone. loan him out again. But no one in the Drogba mold. You have strikers, but no one's like... Yeah, but... They don't placement for that Drogba type. Oh, yes, player. I completely agree with you, yeah. Well, Diego Costa was pretty close. Yeah, he was, and honestly, yeah, he was Costa a perfect fit. Yeah, Costa was really fit. close, but... Yeah. That was years in the making, though, that they were looking for what that's that's a mistake Conte made that's a big mistake he made I don't know why he got rid yeah, of him co- they just... shouldn't let Costa go I, I think it had to do with attitude and things like that I think the way he tried to send him out was absolutely idiotic because then they lost a lot of money on the transfer fee like a huge amount and they could have used that towards someone at that point I think Lukaku would have been a good fit honestly I think he would have done better at Chelsea than he would have done at Man U but He's done pretty well at yeah. Manu, to be fair. He's actually like he's gotten like twenty six for twenty seven goals, which is really good but playing most for of them Jose came Mourinho. At the beginning of the season, I, I still I think t- you do better at Chelsea though. It, like if you look at the effect of the Bayern squad, where they play internationally together and also domestically as well, I think the same thing would happen where you get players from Chelsea, where we have a lot of Belgians on the team. Do you Hazard and who else? Courtois. Courtois. Um, Shit, we had a whole bunch of other ones too. I'm trying to remember them all. 
I think it's just Hazard and Courtois. Right now, maybe. Uh, I know we Courtois had a with, with those assists to Lukaku. Oh, Batashwai <laughs> is also Belgian. We had Debrana and oh, yeah. Lukaku. At one point, we had five right off the bat. Yeah, but we got Speaking Charlie of, yeah. Musonda as well. Or I'm probably butchering that, but you're yeah. I'm, I'm sure like some of your two million loan players are Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Thorgan Hazard as well. <laughs> oh yeah, him. Gladback, so he, he's, he's, he's called Eden, up. So. <laughs> Speaking of call-ups to the national teams, uh, Adnan Yenizai. Remember him? Oh yeah. Wow. The the United youngster from David Moyes, he's called up, but uh, Raja Nangolan from Roma was not called up. Belgium, yeah, but Nangolan has had problems with uh, Martinez. Fellaini uh, was called has, up. Like, issues. Fellaini was called up. No, I know, I know, but uh, Nangolan uh, retired from international football. Well, he retired he after he found well, out. Yeah, but they've had issues before Martinez. A, a lot of Belgian fans are See, upset like, that Martinez is leading their golden generation and not. I know. I, I would be upset. It just he doesn't seem like a good feat. But yep, and this like, is, mm-hmm. I was gonna so say many this managers is now. Year. Yeah, I mean, what? they have to do what with the squad because if they don't, who knows when they're gonna get such a talented group of players in the same year again. It's it's like England 2.0 where we had like Ericsson managing and like Hudson. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why? Why are these managers <sighs> managing England? It's just England don't really have a top pool of managers either. So it's it's difficult. It's just... And I hate it when it, it p- just problems seems like the between managers, managers and is coaches... more centered in the club field rather than the national field. I just don't like it when problems between managers and players get in the way of a full, fully, like... Fully fit Country, squad, or like a, a fully strength yeah. squad, like Diego Costa, for example, that we just talked about, and um, who else? Marcus Alonso, not called up to Spain. Like, what the hell is that? He's their best left back. Um, actually, maybe Jordi Alba is, but he should be there ahead Alonso of Alonso. Uh, should be there. I think it's absolute crap. Although, to be fair, in I'm sure that's happened in situations where you have, say, a lot of caliber of players for one position, and there's one player that certainly should make the squad, but just because there's that much better before him, there he doesn't make it, and that could be the case. And to quote Martinez right now, he says um, Ningolan is top player, uh, but the reason is tactical, which I don't believe that case, though. They don't have enough of his that's style bullshit, that is better than him. What does Fellaini offer? Fellaini, except him being tall as fuck, like, what does he offer? He's a tree. He's a tree, and like I just, I don't. Yep. <sighs> He's pretty good with heading, uh, but honestly, I don't. I don't know with Martinez's decision here. I completely disagree with it. He fucking called up Christian Benteke from Crystal Palace, who Who's scored like dread flop one goal all season. Like, what yeah, the, what the hell? You have to look at their striker options. They don't have a huge amount. They what got Lukaku, Batshuayi, but after that, kind of like Benteke is their option. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's. I hope they do well just because the player is not the coach. And also, another surprising thing, uh, Lacazette not called up, but Giroud is, which I actually agree with, actually. Giroud's been playing well for Chelsea. He's actually done very well. So, yeah. you know what, for that, I can see it. I don't see why Lacazette also wasn't called. You can just sit him on the bench. I'm, I'm not sure what they're... It's just if they have roster. so many good strikers, like Mbappe, Griezmann, Giroud. Yeah, that's fair. Dude, France's depth is insane. Oh, France, yeah. Insane. But I think same problem with them. Their manager is not... I don't think it's good enough. Deschamps? Yeah. There's not too many quality managers on the internet. It's interesting because if you go back just, what, like eight years around that, the time of, like, Nasri, where they had a whole bunch of issues with France's squad... Uh, what is it like Nicholas and Nelka that whole incident with him and Nasri or things like that? Oh, Nasri, yeah. Benzema, yeah, um, they Balbuena. they went through a whole bunch of crap, <laughs> but it seems like they turned it around. They got a little bit of a golden year too, a lot of or golden years right now where they have a lot of young players that are really at the top of their game. So yeah, they do. That'll be a interesting squad to watch for this one as well. Also, interesting thing that I want to bring up. I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you guys think Jack Wilshire should have been called up for England ahead of some of the players that Gareth Southgate uh, did call up? Shrieker, I'll let you go on this one first. Like, okay, he called up. No. No? I think he should have been called up. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. He should have been called up. Wait, really? He should have been called up. Yeah. They don't. As 
much as Wilshire is a you know unreliable player in terms of injuries, uh, when he's England fit. simply don't have that creative creative uh, spark in their team because Lallana's out and Lallana was the best player England had last year, and the only other player in that mold for England is Wilshire, and since he's fit, he should be going. See, when you play two deep lying mids, which England always do. One of them has to be good on the ball and able to bring the ball forward or pass it forward. And none of Henderson or Dyer can do that. Like, they're both the exact same players. And, yep. like, it's going to make them unable to pass forward. It's like he wants to play a passing style, and it's not going to work if he doesn't play players who can pass. Like, it's, I don't know why he didn't call him Because if you look at the midfielders that have been called up, Deli Alley, Eric Dyer, Henderson, Lingard, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek, I don't know enough of Ruben Loftus-Cheek to... To be fair, Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been he's very well. good. He's been really has good. He? It's, for, I yeah, think yeah. it's still early for him, but he's done well, and if anything, he will he might get a game here or there, and it'll be good experience. It's just, I don't know if and the worst part the is, best uh, call for the he isn't on the Cup. standby squad either. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. And the thing is, we have Lewis Cook, Heaton, Lovatsky is good. It's just he's, he's like it's a World Cup. You can't take the chance yeah. on a youngster who's never actually played for England. You know, I'm sure you could have taken off one of the defenders because if you look at the defensive depth, Southgate's taking so many players. It's because he's playing. He's Wait, playing. Wait, Loftus Cheek like, made it. Yeah, he made it. Loftus Cheek made it. Oh, yeah. I was just looking at this. Maybe it's an old year, but I can't see him. No, yeah, he definitely made it this year. Yeah. It was crazy. Because. On defense, we have Alexander Arnold, which I think is a good pick for the squad. Yeah, I mean, just because you're a Liverpool fan. No, but fair enough, he is. No, but he, but, I he mean, is. He is. You can make a space for him in the squad, even though he, if he doesn't play. Um, there's Kale, Delph, Jones. I don't know why Jones is in there. Shout out to Delph. Uh, Mag- yeah, he's Fabian Delph. He's good. He's a good player. Yeah. I like him. Maguire, Danny Rose, John Stones, Trippier, Walker, and Ashley Young. Which all of them? I, I, I guess you could have taken out Jones for Wilshire. I don't know. I I would have taken Wilshire over Loftus Cheek. Like fair enough, Loftus Cheek has been that really, too. really good for Crystal Palace this year. It's just doing it in the World Cup in the, for the first time is a bit of an ask. And Wilshire's played in the mm-hmm. big tournaments. And Henderson is a similar player, in my opinion, to him. Henderson, Loftus Cheek, no, no, not at all. No? Loftus-Cheek is a Is he more player. offensive? I'll give Wilshire as well. Uh, I think he should be in the, the roster as well. The thing is, I just don't see him getting a lot of playing time. I think he should have been starting. But the thing is, he's been fit, though. Really? He's been fit. He should have been yeah. starting along this with... This is the only season he's been fit. Like, he Has gives... he had an underwhelming year, though? No, he's been good when he's been fit. No, it's been his best year. He's yeah, he's injured. Been, he's been good. It's, he's so injury-prone. It's been his best year in years. It's been really good, and... He gives England that spark, which they're desperately missing in the and midfield. And he seems like he actually cares about the squad. They he's got a, he's a fiery lineup. player. I'm liking their yeah. roster. They got a good lineup. Their front line is really good. Sterling, Lingard, their Rashford, really Kane, good. Vardy. That's terrifying for defenders. So much yeah. pace there. Yeah. But like behind them, they need something, and they don't have that just well, yet. They got Oxley Chamberlain. You got uh, honestly Chamberlain, Milner. Uh, I think no, should no. be definitely in the team. Chamberlain is injured and Milner is retired. Wait, Milner's retired? Yeah, he retired yep, from England. After the Euros. Yeah. Shit. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> um. Milner would have bought a lot of stability like to that team. I think he would have been good for the summer, the way he's been playing too recently. Yeah, it's sad that mm-hmm. Ox didn't make it, yo. That's really sad. Yeah, I'm so pissed off because Ox is on form. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so hyped for the World Cup. I have no idea who's the Ooh. favorite. But who are you guys cheering for? England? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, nobody in particular. I mean, England, kind of. You guys are both England. But Spain. Yeah, well, England. I, I like Egypt. Spain. Egypt, Kasala. I mean, <laughs> Belgium. Yeah, basically. Uh, my Belgium. two teams are Belgium and France. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I don't firepower this is more to due to heritage though fair enough yeah. i kind of want portugal to win too but portugal they're so average except ronaldo 
I want to see Ronaldo win it though. Messi. <sighs> I'd like to see Argentina win just because they've been heartbroken in the past three major tournaments. Nah. They lost the final in each of the past three tournaments. That's been it's the one complaint that everyone brings up between Messi and any of the other greats is there's no World Cup win for him. <sighs> I mean, Ronaldo doesn't have one. Yeah, but that's understandable with Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are yeah, well, if you actually if you remember the football heritage Fair video enough. we did, if you look at uh, Portugal's World Cup like qualifications and things like that, prior to Ronaldo, they were terrible. They m- didn't make World Cup a lot of time, whereas Argentina consistently, in fact, they won it as well. Yeah, for, like, fair prior enough. to Messi. But so like just... without Messi, Argentina's still gonna be fine. Without Ronaldo, I'm worried for Portugal. He carries Argentina though. He he literally carried them on his back to the world. Yeah, and he but shouldn't in the be past they had players. Argentina they'll, they'll has have other players. Argentina's big enough for it. Portugal, you know what? Portugal I'm a little more worried for. We shall see. Um another point which uh I don't wanna let to, uh, I don't wanna miss is uh Andres Iniesta. He played his last game for Barcelona yesterday. Yep. And uh, I don't That's know if you guys hit. saw it, but there was this picture of him sitting at the new camp on the pitch at 1 a.m. Just like by himself staring at the stands. And it was just like such a beautiful and sad thing to see. Yeah, that's going to be a huge hit. Yeah, I saw him. that picture. Yeah. It was just <laughs> he looks so lonely in the middle, too. Yeah, you saw it? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's so sad. But Honestly, like, he's just it, sitting in the center of uh, the. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but there is a cameraman there, so maybe it was staged. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if it was staged. Everything nowadays. And is. the lights were on. But besides that, he's just been such an amazing player, and it's gonna be so sad to see him not be in Barcelona anymore. And well, he's gonna be mm-hmm, very hard mm-hmm. to replace. Honestly, I don't think they have a replacement for him yet. I don't, I don't think yet. anyone plays like Iniesta does. He's such a special player the way he he dances with the ball. Speed, passing, it's, everything. And, I don't know, just that picture, looking at it, every time I look at it, it's just... He's he's done it all in that stadium, you know? And he's just, Central like, sitting house. there. And it's kind of beautiful, it you know? It's, it's nice. It's really beautiful to see. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. He's gone yeah, but we had three people play their farewell games. We had... Um, Buffon with his last game for Juventus. Yep. We had Torres with his last game for Atletico. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Buffon just unretires, though. Unretires. No, he's uh, he's signed his contract with uh, PSG, apparently. Apparently. What? Wait, what? Today. PSG? Two-year contract. No. PSG. Not even kidding. No way. Why the fuck Paris would he do Central? that? Why? Why would he go to PSG? I don't know. I, there were rumors about him signing for Liverpool oh before God. PSG, and I would have well, loved yeah, to Yeah, they're claiming that. advanced talks over a move to PSG. Who the fuck is PSG's goalkeeper right now? Um, um, I could see it, though, potentially, because he hasn't won a Champions League, has he, with Juventus? Nope. Yeah, so he Never may want one before League. he goes. He's had one hell of a career. He's given all his years to Juventus. So I could see him just signing for one big team just to see if they can win it. Fuck and off. that way he can have it. I don't think PSG is going to win it. Anytime. I don't it's think like PSG is winning the Champions League. It's like in hockey when you get like those players that are played for one team for all their years. And they're just really old at this point. And they're still decent, but they just go to a better team just to see if they can at least get that final win. The, yeah. That one cup they're missing. If he starts for PSG over their current goalkeepers, that's a slap in the face to their current goalkeepers. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. He's better. <laughs> He's still high caliber. No, I think he'd start in the CL, but not start in the league. Mm. Slash I think he could walk on to almost any team and still be starting. You know what? I really I don't think he's going to sign for PSG without assurances of some starting numbers. I really didn't like what he did to Michael Oliver in the Champions League. Me neither. That still plays on my mind. Uh, the respect just it. dropped a bit. Yeah, it's yeah, like, he's an emotional keeper, but he's one hell of a keeper. I don't know. If mm. if he if he does go to PSG, then I I think he should just retire, man. He's forty one. Either like, that, or you MLS, know what? I would man. also like dough. to see him go to the MLS. It'd be kind of a anything that brings more uh, people recognition yeah. <laughs> towards it is probably good for the league itself be nice to see but it i think we there. need one player in their like prime to come to the mls to make well, the it only one that had that happened so far was giovinko giovinko um, yeah but he wasn't like tier one name so so giovinko was tier one name <laughs> he had a drop off of about a year maybe a little over a year 
where Juventus was then, he was starting to go down the ladder, and he wasn't getting called up as much to the Italian uh, team. And then that's when he moved to P or to TFC, did amazing, and then got called back to the international team as well. But he essentially was and then tier one, and he also again. not only that for Juventus, but he was also young. I think he went and he left around like twenty four or something like that. So he was a very oh, good yeah? pickup for them. Speaking of tier one, you hear how Ibrahimovic got a red card in the MLS? Oh yeah, he slapped him. <laughs> <guy. Yeah. laughs> he just fucking should have slapped a guy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, jokes. He's like, fuck Ooh. this league, man, and fuck you too. <laughs> Slapped him, and then they used. Dude, he v- just came here for like Hollywood, basically. He's gonna be like a movie star. Yeah, and the referee's Straight like, fuck up. this. I'm checking VAR, and then he red carded <laughs> him. It's like, no fucks. He didn't even argue. He's like, yeah, I get it. He's just like, yeah, I get it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. apparently he got stepped on, so he slapped the guy. <laughs> Yeah, dude, they <laughs> fell like almost synchronously. Like curb your ego, jokes. mate. He really has a big one. And it wasn't even like he slapped him on his neck and the side of his face. <laughs> and then you know what? I, it was funny because then he acts like he was hurt himself after. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which was, I was not yeah. too happy with. He, he went down holding his face and everything. And that just adds like the stigma or like the image that people have of soccer players. Yeah, it does. You know. I'm just like, that infuriates me so much. Like, using, mate, don't add fuel to the fire, yeah. especially in the States. Using using Tristan's favorite word, embellish, embellishing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Embellishment. Oh. Yeah, what? whenever someone goes down and like, oh, I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to talk about the Champions League final, which is happening this weekend? Ooh, I, Dude, honestly, I'm that could go either way on this one. I'm still giving slightly edge to Real Madrid, but that could go either way. Oh yeah, they're massive favorites, hundred percent. And I love the fact that they are massive favorites. I, I you know what? <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be massive favorites in this. Liverpool's been playing amazing. Oh yeah, they are. No, they're the bookies' favorites. Like they're, they're favorites. Nobody except for as far as probably choice goes, but I wouldn't be. I would not think there would be too many people that would count out completely uh, Liverpool. A lot of people Fun are fact, still considering Gareth that Bale is finally back in the squad, and he's probably going to start, which I'm really happy about. Wait, that really? That terrifies me. Yeah, because he's been playing that well in the me. league now, finally. And, like, Zidane has finally been, like, playing him and giving him chances. Like, he scored in uh, the Classico. Dude, their entire team terrifies me. <sighs> Dude, your team is terrifying. Like, it's... Mo- but for me, no Salah, Mane... Um, it's only terrifying for Man City. That was your kryptonite this true. year. That's not true. What do you mean? <laughs> that was your kryptonite this everyone. year. Yeah, but every every team has been terrified by Liverpool, not just us. I wouldn't right? say terrified. They're worried about them, as they should be. But I mean, come Main on. Main City, for some reason, you guys just crumble But that's because we don't have the experience going in, right? Like, Madrid has been doing this for, like, three years consistently. I so mean, people know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, Klopp has a lot of experience. But he does have a lot of experience losing finals, too. So there's that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. But I mean, all the omens are in in place. Uh, we might all let the it omens go. are in place eventually. You know what? If he wins, we'll let it go. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the condition. <laughs> it's a conditional statement. But uh, this Saturday, you, I'm so yeah, it's all lining game. up. It's all lining up. Royal wedding. Royal wedding. It's all. It's all there. What do you? What do you mean? The royal royal wedding. wedding. There was one in 05. There was one. There's one in eighteen. Oh, I guess because you know, Liverpool like won the, the Champions League in 05, and that's also when the Royal Wedding was. Is that what you're saying? There was a Royal Wedding in 05, so, you know, there's a lot of things that are lining up. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's pretty much... It's written in the stars, dude. It's going to happen. It's <laughs> basically guaranteed. Uh, Man United lost an FA Cup final to a London club. Uh, Man United lost a final to, you know, a London club this year. You're what, trying to what, stack up all the charms you can, aren't you, Shrikar? Yeah, he really is. But what do you... Convince himself. <laughs> Score predictions. But on a tactical level, where do you think the final is going to be won and lost? Okay, well, score predictions later then. Um, yeah, score score predictions can wait. Dude, it's going to be a high. I, it's going to be a high scoring game for sure. Not yeah, for sure because be, you be. can't say for sure, I guess. But but highly probable, highly probable that they're gonna that they're gonna it's gonna be a high scoring final. Yes, it is. Um, I don't think it's gonna be high scoring. Honestly, I think it's gonna be low scoring. Really? 
Like a 2-1? I think it's going to be something like you're going to have two powerhouses, kind of like you had in the FA Cup. Well, powerhouses this season, not so much, but <laughs> Chelsea and Man U. And I think it's just going to end up being probably like a low-scoring match as a result. I just can't wait to see like Ronaldo and uh, Bale against like Van Dyke and Lovren. I can't wait to see that. And Alexander Arnold. And Alexander oh, Arnold. Arnold. That's gonna be a great experience for him, though. Dude, it's gonna be so hyped. To no, see I it. think Van Dyke can handle it, and if the right Lovren shows up, if right the right Lovren. Lovren I don't know. He always has a mistake, in him, dude. He always makes one mistake. And and like Isco and yeah. and Modric and Cruz against the holy trinity of Henderson, Milner, and uh, who else? Genie Wijnaldum. Genie I cannot wait to see that. It's going to be so hype. No, I think Henderson's going to be up for it. Henderson's going to be key. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Real Madrid in this one just thinking about it. But it's just... Yeah, which is understandable. It is, and if it was at Anfield, dude, you know who I'd go for. I mean, if it was any team against Real Madrid, they'll still be, like, favorites, right? Like, if it was City, they'd still be favorites. Uh, no. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I'd say so. I guess. I I guess that's just because Liverpool are. Yeah, I guess you're right because they're newcomers to the Champions League final. All right. So, yeah. Exactly. Like any team, like maybe other than Barcelona or maybe Bayern. Yeah. Every other team who'd face them would be classified as underdogs. Mm, yeah, you're right. Against Real Madrid, yeah, definitely. Actually, uh, what's interesting is the price of the ticket sales are almost twenty times their face value. A lot of tickets Easily. are going for £14,000. Yeah, I saw a post on the Liverpool subreddit where uh, a couple from America spent £1,957 on two tickets. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Like, it's insane. Yeah. £14,000 per ticket? Honestly, if you're smart, you just buy a bunch of yeah, those tickets like and then resell them like they're doing. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get my piggy bank so I can smash it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. I'll start <laughs> counting quarters here. Shikar, you want to watch the game? I have a lying around somewhere. Shikar, you want to watch it in, like, a sports bar? Or you want to, like, stay in and order, like, a... Dude, I don't know if I'll be able to watch it in a sports bar. What do you mean? <laughs> They'll probably kick me out before. What? You think, um... Because I'll be shouting and screaming at the freaking no, team. No, anything will. goes wrong. Everyone well, will. Everyone you, will. You should be fine. I remember when Chelsea was in the Champions League final against Bayern. I was uh, out in a bar, uh, I think in Nassau in the Caribbean, and I was just yelling my oh, head nice. off every yeah, single goal. I mean, those countries... Well, I mean, if it's going to be lit in Waterloo, I'm down. Yeah, I just don't know if it'll be lit in Waterloo. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if it isn't lit, we'll just like watch it at home. Yeah. But then if it is lit, we, we'll go somewhere. And I mean, I guess we'll get commentary if we watch it at home, too. So there's that. Yeah, there's that, too. Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. And I can throw stuff around the place without breaking something. You should just tape your reaction. Tape it and put it on the channel. <laughs> That's dangerous. We'll have to make it... Uh, Age restricted, <laughs> depending on how the game goes. <laughs> I was I was videotaping Shrikar when City played Liverpool, and at one point he was standing on his head, and like he was, it was the funniest thing. His heart rate was like I I forget like one ninety something. Dude, when that Aguero shot healthy. just fizzed by the post, I was like ready to explode. It was not like, healthy. It was, was done. Not healthy at all. <laughs> yeah. Score predictions, guys. I think it's going to be uh, low. I think it'll be like a low, and I think it's going to be probably... I think it's going to go draw and go into uh, overtime. Oh, yeah? Overtime or penalties. I'm going to be a little bit optimistic, and I'm going to go for a 4-2 Liverpool 4-2. Just a little bit optimistic. <laughs> Four goals against Real Madrid. Just a little bit optimistic. Um, Who do you think's going to win, though, Tristan? You didn't say who's going to win. Oh, well, I called Real Madrid, remember, in the round of 16 that was winning it all, so I'm sticking with my uh, selection. I can't back out now that they made it all the way to the finals. All right. Uh, Although I would like to see, actually, Liverpool win this just because it would be a nice change-up of who wins. But at the same time, my prof said he's going to take a lab away from us if Real Madrid wins, so that's also something. Oh, dude, I'm going to hit up Garzona if we win straight up and be like, yo... He's going to punish my class just because of that. <laughs> uh, um, what about you, Ange? 
prediction? I uh, I want to say Liverpool win so badly. It just everything in my mind when I'm playing it back, I just see Real Madrid winning it. I don't know. I I'm gonna go for a three-one Real Madrid. Ronaldo's just gonna pull out some voodoo Portuguese trickery and pull some like <laughs> double backflip like bicycle kick top corner or something. Lovren's gonna fucking foul him in the box and then he's gonna <laughs> Lovren's gonna score in his own net. <laughs> Call no, that now. That's James Milner's job. Miller's that's gonna get an assist goal. like he always does. Um, yeah, I'm gonna no, go for. The thing is, if we start off with the right intensity, I think because we we blitz opponents in the first like 20, 30 minutes. If it starts off according to plan, I I can see maybe two or three quick fire goals in the beginning. Yeah, that's fair. And Real Madrid are really weak defensively in the first few mm-hmm. minutes of the but game. But then we'd always. have to hold out for. X amount of time after, which I <laughs> don't see us doing. <laughs> which you're going to be super nervous about. Dude, I'm going to be, like, clenching throughout the game. <laughs> like, I feel sad. <laughs> it's clench time all throughout uh, City and Roma games. Man, Roma almost came oh, back. Man. That was that was classic. Dude, Liverpool. that was so scary. I was like, no, not again. Please, no. <laughs> no, but to be fair, you guys have been good with holding the comebacks this year. You've been... Like, Van Dyke better, has, has, better. has tightened it up. Yeah, f- Certainly. He's definitely tightening it up. So, yeah, I'd like to see Liverpool win. That'd be something really special. Oh yeah, for sure. Also, Dua Lipa is performing at the halftime show, so that should be fun. Sorry, who? Uh, Dua Lipa. Uh, one kiss is all I need. Uh, new rules. The singer from the songs. Sorry, Tristan. Do you know her? Mm, no, is it EDM artist? <laughs> Not really. Oh. Uh, it's uh, yeah. No, I got no rules. I got no. Oh yeah, I know. I don't know heard the song. Okay. Sing it louder. <laughs> yeah. Sing it louder, Shikar. Yo, you're pretty. Yeah, good. Sing it I couldn't hear it exactly clearly. <laughs> sing it more, please. Okay. Uh, nah, I'm good. Maybe you, you'll hear me singing. Uh, if we win, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that specific song. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, we. Re- I'm. I'm. I'm really hyped though. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I can't even sleep at night properly. Like, I'm just watching videos, like, all day. I'm like, whew. We should uh, take uh, predictions on what Milner's going to do before the game. Is he going to do laundry, or is he going to go for just a, <laughs> a nice, like, brisk walk? Or, uh, or, or what, you know what, let's take predictions if Liverpool wins. Do you think he'll do laundry after, a brisk walk, or uh, something else? I um, think we're going to see a totally different side of Milner if we win. We're going to see the lad do shots. He might make some homemade orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> with some other mundane task. <laughs> I, I got to go for uh, ironing clothes. That's pretty hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a go-to for him. Steamy. Very steamy. <laughs> Should that's I my, iron that's... all my darks first or my whites? <laughs> that's my call. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Probably going to iron the banners on the trophy, too. Like, uh, this isn't right. What about you, Tristan? What do you think? What do you think he's going to do? Oh, you know what? He's tested uh, his tried and true uh, laundry, so I'm just going to go with that. I, but I think he's going to go and be risky and uh, just do... Uh, he's going to mix them, whites and darks together. That's wild, dude. Ooh. I know. <laughs> he's going to risk uh, getting his white socks uh, turned pink or something. Man's got to be wild and... Uh, Down and dirty. Certain occasions of the year. Uh... <laughs> Shrikar. What's up? You ready? No. You're bringing your uh, Ribena to Waterloo? Oh, yeah. I have an entire bottle, though. <laughs> this shit's actually good. Like, I'm, I drink it now every day. It's, like, Yo, super tasty. Okay, sick. Bring one for me. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, an entire bottle. Okay, like, sick. It's only 10 bucks on Prime for, like, a liter. Okay, sick. By the way, uh, for our listeners who don't know, Ribena is the drink that James Milner drinks. So... It's the drink of gods, so you better get on it. Yeah, we're actually sponsored by Ribena. Brought to you by Ribena. <laughs> no, we're not yeah. at all. <laughs> we're, we're, fuck. You don't have to Man, say that. If we get one one sponsor, I'm going to cut that so out. Happy. <laughs> don't edit that out, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, anyway. We are officially sponsored by Ribena. Ribena, come at us. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is going to probably turn out bad somehow. <laughs> Okay. Hey, any publicity is good publicity. Uh, you know what? True. Maybe they... You know what? Just watch them hit us up after. You know what, Ribena, if you're listening, hit us up after. We'll work <laughs> something out. Please. <laughs> we'll take some... five bucks. 
honestly. No, some Champions League tickets. You start high, go low, then. We'll take (laughs) twenty. Yeah, you know, sort us out with some CL tickets. Uh, We'll give you a twenty percent, no, a twenty times profit on that if you give us tickets. Just saying. No, what the fuck? I'm going if I get tickets. Yeah, I would go too. (laughs) Although I then have to find a way to fly out there. Well, I'd have to do a GoFundMe. Yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm done. Let's make a Patreon. We're at the uh, getting near the end. Maybe if I offer Garzona a ticket, he's gonna take me with him. You know, he'll cover my expenses. Should we uh, do our quiz show part two? Uh, I think quiz it's getting pretty late for two. that. Yeah, okay, we can always push it to another one. Yeah, we were gonna do a trivia for the entire Premier League season, but we'll do that next episode. So now you guys know. Actually, I don't know. Should they know? Maybe, maybe you could cut that out. I don't know. It's up to you. I'll cut. I'll cut it off from like. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, whatever. you'll figure it out. I'll make cuts. Okay, Shrikar is now <laughs> the cut master. He's the audio. We want to leave so. a bit to the imagination. Yeah. Don't want to spoil too much for them. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, guys, if you like this podcast, let us know. It helps. And I think now we're we're done recording. So thanks for listening. This was our nineteenth episode. I think I'm keeping that count properly. Properly, yeah. And uh, yep, yeah, I'm Ange. I'm Tristan. I'm Shrikar. Oh. <laughs> One at a time. And yeah, uh, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, and you can check out our podcast on essentially every platform YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, etc. And uh, we post basically weekly, so keep an eye out. We will be covering the World Cup coming up this summer, as well as preseason as well, so you can keep an eye on that. And also, uh, I don't know about the other two, but I am huge on transfer season, so we will get you everything, uh, recaps of every week, basically, of all the big transfers for all of the leagues, as far as all the top clubs go. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, Tristan. Guys, we're going to be Tier 1 transfer by end of season. Yeah, and if anyone needs reminding, Tristan called the Thomas Tuchel to PSG like four years ago. So like he's on top of his shit. <laughs> Keep on listening. So, so yeah, um, football mezzanine is now uh, tier one for transfer tu- news. Tuchel yeah. and all German managers. We're we're gonna bring so you a deadline day up. special as well. <laughs> yeah, live stream that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Peace out, guys. <laughs>